Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose, Thursday morning, and we are looking at 71 degrees. Uh, warm overnight in western New York, and we'll be going up to about 81 this afternoon with partly cloudy skies. Checking in on the forecast with Aaron in just a few minutes. Starting today, the State Office of Cannabis Management is accepting applications for retail stores. WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more on what that means. Beginning Thursday across New York State, the Office of Cannabis Management officially opens the application process for retail marijuana licenses, otherwise known as conditional adult-use retail dispensary licenses. This is the first dispensary application window that has opened up in New York State since legalizing adult use. And the Office of Cannabis Management has made a very specific qualifying criteria for those who have been part of a justice-involved or a conviction of a marijuana-related offense in New York State, or if you're a family member directly related to a person who's had justice involved. That was marijuana law expert and strategic advisor at MJI Solutions, Elise Bergio. When it comes to the interest level from businesses applying for their card licenses over the coming days and weeks, it is anticipated that a large number of people will file for application forms, with some doors being able to hopefully open by January or at least by the end of winter. Just how many stores could we see open to start this process? Here's more from State Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People-Stokes. There will be some, probably like 150 of them or so initially that will be open, but if you compare the cannabis industry to the existing state liquor authority laws, there's probably going to end up in the future being some two to 3,000 stores. So initially we'll start out with this 150 and then there will be opportunities all along the way for other people to apply. More on the application process for retail marijuana licenses is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thank you, Brayton. Buffalo teachers rally for a new contract with school starting in less than two weeks. Buffalo teachers marched outside City Hall Wednesday calling on Superintendent Dr. Tanja Williams to come to the bargaining table. WBEN's Max Ferry was there. There was a large crowd of Buffalo teachers standing outside Buffalo City Hall Wednesday evening. Their request, a call for better contracts and better wages, among other things. President of the Buffalo Teaching Federation, Phil Rumor, says that it takes 27 years for Buffalo teachers to get their maximum salary, which is longer than the Erie County average of 22 years. So Buffalo teachers are actually, since it takes them 27 years, over $100,000 or more behind in their accrued salaries. 
That's sick. Rumor says that the district has the money to do it and will be meeting with a fact finder from the Public Employment Relations Board to come up with a way that will help both the teachers and the board. Teachers like James Healy, a 24-year teacher from Buffalo Academy for Visual and Performing Arts, says this is long overdue. That the Buffalo teachers deserve to have a contract. Uh, they have put time and effort into it. They have done what they were supposed to do, and it's time. What they're proposing right now, the idea of cutting health care for incoming teachers, um, you know, workloads and things like this, um, they can be gotten through. They should be through it, and we should have a contract. More comments from teachers and staff are made available to you on our website. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. Teachers' contract in Buffalo expired in 2019. Kaleida unions announced plans for a strike authorization vote. Next month, a strike vote will be held September 13th through 15th for more than 6,000 health care workers who are working without a contract. Debbie Hayes, CWA Upstate Area Director, said any strike would be different than the strike that happened last fall at Mercy Hospital. So right now, the way the contract between Kaleida and 1199 SEIU and CWA is set up is that we have the ability to strike at um, all the three hospitals, both nursing homes and the clinic. So um, it would be a very different scenario uh, than it was in Catholic Health. And we've had no um, internal discussions um, about doing anything different at this point. Kaleida issued a statement saying, in part, we will continue to bargain in good faith with the objective of getting a new labor contract without a work stoppage. In Texas, Uvalde School District Police Chief Pete Arredondo has been fired following an investigation after the May 24th mass shooting at the town's Robb Elementary School. That decision announced last night following months of calls for such a move. Vincenti Salazar, whose granddaughter Layla died that day, said Arredondo should have been gone immediately. The termination was long coming. I think it should have been done immediately, but it wasn't. It took us three months to get this done. Arredondo now threatening to take legal action over his termination, claiming he is the victim of a public lynching. President Biden's executive order canceling about a third of student loans is already a midterm election issue. Backing the Biden plan, Florida Congressman Charlie Crist, Democratic candidate for governor, telling ABC News. He's just announced reducing the price of a college education. Everybody should be able to afford a college education. Incumbent Republican Governor Ron DeSantis at a Tampa rally Wednesday night. There's many other people who took out loans and paid them off. So don't you feel like a sucker now that Biden's coming to do this? The plan gives ten dollars to $20,000 to borrowers making under $125,000 a year. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. And watching this today, too, Labor Department jobless claims are due out this morning. There are plenty of things to worry about when it comes to the economy, but so far the job sector hasn't been one of them. And economists are predicting that this week's jobless claims numbers will reinforce that. First-time filings, which are considered a proxy for layoffs, dropped last week, a sign that hiring is still robust. That's Daria Albinger reporting. First Lady Jill Biden testing positive again for COVID, a rebound case after taking the antiviral medication 
Paxlovid. The first lady once again in isolation. Just three days ago, Dr. Jill Biden, who is double vaccinated and twice boosted, tested negative and was cleared to end her previous isolation. A spokesperson for the first lady saying she has experienced no reemergence of symptoms and she'll remain at home in Delaware where she's following CDC guidance. Ariel Rashoff with that story. California regulators are set to approve a plan by Governor Gavin Newsom to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered vehicles in 13 years. Two years after the plan was announced by Governor Gavin Newsom and after challenges over states' rights to set environmental standards. We will eliminate in the state of California the sales of internal combustion engines. Today, California's Air Resources Board is set to vote and make official the rule that by 2035, no more gasoline-powered vehicles can be sold here in California. And starting in 2026, limits will begin Historically, what California does environmentally, with 40 million residents, a handful of other states then do the same. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Just outside Jackson, Mississippi, firefighters rescuing more than 100 children trapped at a daycare center. Andrew Dimbert reports the school was surrounded by several feet of water after record rain. The U.S. has seen unprecedented storms this summer. Five so-called thousand-year storms have hit the country in just the last five weeks. And scientists warn climate change will make storms like these more common. All right, not good news to hear there. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for partly sunny skies today. Slight chance for an isolated shower with temperatures in the low 80s. For tonight, mostly cloudy with scattered showers and thunder showers. As low as in the mid 60s. Chance for showers and storms on Friday were in the mid 70s. Sunny on Saturday with a high of 77. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Jeff Boron joining us from Send Your Kids to College this morning as President Biden yesterday unveiled a plan for student loan debt forgiveness. Uh, Jeff, this is your world, right? I mean, you help families with every part of the college process, and this is a big part of it. This is a big part of it. Uh, what we generally try to do is to help families not get into a bad situation with regards to student loan debt, you know, do the planning up front, make proper decisions. But this is certainly part of it for those people that are graduating uh, and have, you know, debt loads of student loan debt. Do you find that there's kind of a split response when it comes to hearing about this, either people are either excited or they're very angry because, you know, either they avoided taking out a student loan or they have been paying it off. Well, what, I, what I've heard from is primarily the people that are angry, the people that are benefiting. I think they're staying kind of quiet and saying, wow, this is great for me. But there are a lot of people who have done, uh, you know, their proper planning and uh, or or they've sacrificed in order to a pick a school that is uh, more realistic financially or they've paid back the loans by working another job and, and they feel cheated. Right. Well, how is it going to work? Your understanding of it. I know it just came out yesterday, but would borrowers have to apply or would this be taken care of automatically? Well, those borrowers that are on something like an income based repayment plan, already have to submit their tax data to the Department of Education to qualify for those plans. That's about 8 million borrowers that will automatically be forgiven. The rest, which is probably somewhere between another 30 to 40 million uh, people, will need to submit an application, which is not available yet, 
we believe it will be out by the end of this year and coincidentally timing at the same time when the uh, pause on student loan payments ends at the end of the year. Right. They have to start repaying in January. Am Correct. Right? Okay. Correct. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't uh, had a mandatory student loan repayment since March of 2020. And we just keep kicking this can down the road. Um, the White House is essentially saying that for inflation, which is our big concern, because anytime you float free money into the economy, you have a risk of inflation, that the payback starting January 1st of the loans that have been put on pause is going to offset that. I, I'd say I'll wait and see that. Right. Um what is the cutoff? I mean, will this be available for freshman students this fall? Well, it's going to be student. It will apply to students that are currently in school with student loans that were done before July of 2022. So existing student loans at this very point. For those students that are still in school, they're classified until the age of 24 as a dependent so it will be based on their parents' income, not the students' income. I see. And and that is 125000 right, for that federal loan? 125000 if it was a, 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 a single adult. If it's a married couple or filing a joint return, it would be $250,000. How much is the average student loan today? The statistics I've seen have been somewhere around thirty-five to thirty-seven thousand dollars of total debt for individuals graduating college today. So it's a pretty big number. It is. And, and do you see, you know, by doing this, by the administration doing this, do you see the cost of higher education changing in any way, getting lower? Uh, no. You know, if you think about. This is a little bit of a Band-Aid approach. The real problem has been the federal government has taken over uh, a lot of the student loan processing uh, since 2010, and we've seen escalation in tuition as a direct result of that. Um, we have to really address the real problem, which is the cost of higher education, as opposed to this is more of a Band-Aid most people are looking at this as, uh, you know, kind of a, an election ploy prior to the midterms uh, to, to get some votes. Uh, this is certainly not the solution to our big problem. I mean, would it have been better to go to the institutions and tell them to lower the cost of education than to go this route with the loans? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the big problem, is the escalating cost of sending your kid to college. All right, Jeff, appreciate the time this morning. Thank you very much. No problem at all. Take care. All right, that's Jeff Boron from Send Your Kids to College. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.